I've seen its true face. The streets are extended gutters, and the gutters are full of blood. And when the drains finally scab over, all the vermin will drown. The accumulated filth of all their sex and murder will foam up around their waists. And all the whores and politicians will look up and shout, save us. And I'll whisper, no. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. No Arms McGee. He gives him coffee! Well, no, they're, they're all psychos. Everyone in this movie is a psychopath. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. Um, for the greater good. There he is. There he is. <laughs> for the greater good. Uh, 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 I'm not uh, used to Zoom. You got to you gotta forgive me. Oh, uh, it's fine. It's fine. This is episode 389, and tonight we're talking about The Watchmen. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Sam. Mars seems like a really good place right now, Vector. Yeah, you know, um, it certainly doesn't have big blue explosions everywhere and big blue. Well, I guess it does have big blue things on it, but um, yeah, it would would certainly be a nicer place. But Sean, yeah, just just so you know, if if there was one way this movie would would put you out of your misery, yeah, it wouldn't be splattering your body uh, like a Rorschach painting. Um, it wouldn't be you know a shot through the forehead. It it would certainly certainly be the fall from the window. Um, at the beginning of this movie, just just so that I can see the fear in your eyes as you well, as you know that you're falling. It'll take me 38 minutes to get to the bottom, so I. I fine. Well, it is it is a Snyder movie, yeah. So of course it takes forever, right? And also joining us tonight, as you now know, is Danny ate a whole can of cold beans before coming on the show from the yep. I scream, <laughs> you scream for movies. And they sure did enjoy them cold beans <laughs> without heating them, surprisingly. That's weird. Yeah, but they're better. He cold. likes them that way. They're better cold. Okay, well, let's let's, uh, let's pull up a comfy chair and, and dive into this movie, The Watchmen. 2009's Watchmen. I keep saying The Watchmen, uh, and when you search The yeah, Watchmen... It feels- it's without The, so it's not T-H-E. It's just the W in the whole world word, you know? Yeah, yeah, just just Watchmen. So I, I was I, the new HBO The Watchmen. The, the HBO show was The Watchmen. No, it's still just Watchmen. Uh, There's just a, still, still Watchmen. Oh, okay. It's a TV show they released in 2019. That's different. Yeah, there's there's a movie. Yeah. There's there are other movies called The Watchmen, which is where I uh, okay trouble with interesting. Stuff. Okay, yeah, it's fine. Sean, um, did you have you ever seen the book? Did you ever do you ever get the? I have the physically book seen it. I have not read all of it. I read You've not read it. I had about. Honestly, the first time I picked it up is I was shooting a movie in Tennessee and we were shooting in a library and I said, oh, look, the Watchmen. <laughs> and so I read mm, the first 30 or 40 pages uh, in between scenes before we had to leave the library. So I thought oh, I should pick this up and keep reading, but I never did. So, no, I've not. Dan- read Danny, have you ever read the book? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not the type of person who would just read like anything based on whatever because you know it's okay look the thing is yeah one thing i'll give about reading graphic novels and like novels itself it's so fun imagining the pictures of what it looks like but at the same time 
it's mostly better watching the updates, the adaptation of what they look like on screen. And to be honest, I had never read the Watchmen books, graphic novels ever, but simply watching them just makes it look, look like it's so real out of the pictures. It's so inspiring to see what comes to life in comic books like that. So, I mean, I did not read the books, but this, yeah, this book has been around for quite some time. Yeah. I believe in 1900s, I think. And then there were developers around like what, 1900 something and then so many development issues of studios were taking partnerships from like 20th century to warner brothers so it's been a lot for years it was one of those those projects i believe hollywood thought was un um what do you call that sean and not unfilmable but it was like Uh, game of thrones right they have uh, they have certain like they're kind of like not like blacklists but there's like um just these scripts that float around hollywood for forever and they just don't get they just don't get made for whatever reason yeah yeah so that this this book has been um been one of those types of things and and with the watchman uh well what is this movie about let me ask you that did you have do you have any idea what this movie is about sean yeah well so i guess we should have said something uh andrew's not yeah andrew's not here yeah he's not there's a reason why he's been very quiet um and you haven't heard any <laughs> clinking of glasses. Andrew's not here. He is somewhere uh, else enjoying life. So uh, we three uh. will soldier on without him. So if Andrew were here, he would say something like, in 1985, where former superheroes exist, the murder of a colleague sends active vigilante Rorschach into his own sprawling investigation, uncovering, uncovering something that could completely change the course of history as we know it. Which I mean, like, oh, yeah. I mean, that's actually that's kind of. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, know. it. The book starts off having changed history. History. This is an alternate history yeah. anyway. So, I don't know if it could change history if it's already been changed. But whatever, it's fine. It's a bad. <laughs> it's a bad read. Uh, what it is. Yeah. Well, I can basically, tell. when what when Manhattan was created, it pretty much started that trajectory down down a different path, right? Yeah. And th- isn't that what you got from this? No. <laughs> because like i think that there was something different still happening i think well maybe you're right maybe it was manhattan but i mean i guess you actually know that you're right i do think you're right i think it is dr manhattan is is the singular the singularity mm-hmm. that kind of changes yep. things because vietnam war lasts like four minutes in this version and <laughs> nixon has erased in a flash they're just afraid of the superhero coming in like that and they just like surrender instantly Right. It's Dr. Manhattan. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's intimidating. Well, they they still dropped the bomb um, that, that was shown in the But the see, the, it, so, was, I mean, it was the different plane, though. That's what confused yeah. me. The Enola Gay is yeah. the bo- plane that dropped Hiroshima. So that's why when it was a different plane, I thought, oh, this is a different world that we're on. A different... Uh, a different multiverse. This, this, this multiverse, one, there yeah, you go. This one <laughs> doesn't have Spider-Man, which is a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> imagine that though. Yeah, <laughs> golly. Uh, oh. So anyway, I, I guess, but I, uh, to your point, I think I think Doctor Manhattan kind of probably is the. I don't know because like there's like during it's a that, turning point or whatever. But like there are during in that intro montage of violence and ridiculous, like there are moments where, like, was there a moment where military police fired onto? students like that oh god yeah Were there yeah with like the dude, oh my the, god i know what you're talking about oh lord why would they just oh my god yeah 
That is quite. That's quite. That's scary. That's scary for like so, these people shooting these students. Like, whoa. So, Sean, I I looked up real quick. I wanted to see the 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 plane and the difference. And obviously, it wasn't the Enola Gay, but it was the Miss Jupiter with the the Jupiter Lady. Um, oh gosh, the girl from Gerald's Game. Yeah, yeah. Um, Car- on it. Carla, so, Carla, I guess yeah. with the Carla existence. G, you know. Yeah, with the existence of uh, these superheroes, you know, that that had changed some things. But they still, you know, instead of the Enola Gay, it was Miss Jupiter, basically. Yeah, okay. No, that's fine. Um, all right. So, anyway, it's a different universe. <laughs> it's a different timeline, which is fine. Richard Nixon's been president for three terms. He's somehow able to overturn, I forgot which amendment it is to the Constitution, but he basically is able to do that. Um Obviously, uh, there's a there's a comment in the in the movie that I I guess I should ask this, Danny. You've obviously seen this because you mentioned pre-show that you watched this when you were a kid. I could, yeah, yeah. And then I rewatched it again uh, a few times in the past, and then rewatched it again this year on my birthday. So it was on Netflix. I can almost remember everything. So uh, what do you want? So what's up? No, I'm just making sure that we. I mean, like, so Sam, like, when was the last time you saw this before this viewing? Oh, it's yeah. been a while. It's been quite some time. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's yeah. it's probably four or five years, I would guess. Okay. Hmm. Since last watched. Okay. Yeah, I probably watched Good. it. I think I'll, I would... I'm not watching it again until the moment of time. I don't know, depending on my mood. So I'll never forget this movie, though. Regardless. I probably I'll watched it. Um. Yeah, I mean, I watched it when it came out. I don't. I don't think I saw this in theaters. I don't think I did. Yeah, I me mean, too. I was too young. Really. So. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Well, I yeah. think I, I I sought this one out. I I've always, like I mentioned before, I've had the book it, forever. It came so out when I was like nine years old. So I mean, yeah, that's when I was. <laughs> yeah, you, you probably shouldn't be seeing these types of movies. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it was it wasn't my thing until I got older. So it was understandable. Yeah, I just yeah I don't yeah I don't think I sought this out. Um, two thousand nine. I was too. I was more excited for Iron Man than this. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. I was excited for Iron Man too. I just. Man, I didn't have a good chance to go see it. Oh my god! And then all of a sudden, I just forgot about Iron Man. But I'll still know his name at least. What uh, was it, what order is this in? Um, oh my gosh, not Elfman. Uh, Snyder's uh, filmography. Uh, okay. Because you know he he came to rise with three hundred. Yeah. He did Dawn of the Dead before three hundred, so I think uh, I think what's next? Uh, yeah, I don't know if this is the third film he he directed. I'm not sure, but uh. So let's see his first uh, music video. Music by the, video. by the way, he's an awesome director. I love him. He's actually one of my favorite directors. Pretty much, I love the names. X Snyder. Uh, Dawn of the Dead was his first feature, and then Three Hundred, yep. and then yep. the Watch. There we go. So yeah, this was the, his third film. And then if third I can one. like, okay. if I can name more of his films, he's done after. If you don't mind, uh, Sam, um, he's done after that. Legends of the Guardians, Sucker Punch, uh. He's done Man of Steel, I believe. If that, if I'm not mistaken, Man of Steel, and then he did the oh, he did Batman v Superman. He was good. He was doing Justice League, but then dropped out because of his uh conflict or no, some emergency. Scotter's death. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he's done the he has done anything, but now he's done the Army of the Dead. That one. So. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure those are the ones. And he did uh, produce Suicide Squad, which doesn't count as a directing, but he did wrote like some part of the movie at least. 
for all we know, he's uh he's the that that he's that type of person who makes superhero movies efficiently. And well, I, not that I bad. think I think what Zack Snyder does well is he he's able to take these kind of random comics that don't have such a rabid fan base. I'm not, I'm not talking about Superman and Batman. I'm talking yeah, about Watchmen is that 300 yeah, and Watchmen and that type of thing. And I think he's able to bring those unique visuals to the yeah. screen in a way a lot of people cannot. And I think I I think he gets in trouble when he gets to the other things where he's trying to put his Zack Snyder spin on things like Superman. They call it the Snyderverse for a reason. <laughs> I've been hearing that on Twitter a lot that uh yeah no those um um well okay i I don't want to go there because clearly you love those films i think they're all kind of bad but that's fine we all have our Eh. our things that we love and that's that's not most films i think they're pretty bad but yeah keep going sorry uh well i mean you know batman versus superman's a bad movie i mean oh yeah yeah, i agree i agree that's not good it's not good i I couldn't finish this movie i just Eh, something's wrong with this movie pretty much and it's long i couldn't handle watching this like for a night and then yeah just fell asleep uh, you say this you mean batman versus superman or batman versus superman yeah, yeah okay yeah. okay i was like okay sam please give us your five word review for this movie absolutely i've got two of them tonight um and my first one is from the page to screen um and it's one of those rare things just like he did 300 where he put a comic book on the screen. The visual, the most of the visuals you see in this movie come directly off the pages, and it's amazing uh, to see some of the things. The uh, the one big difference being the gigantic uh, space octopus that uh, is in the comics. Instead of the explosion of uh, Dr. Manhattan, um, it's... Uh, it's a common, the common enemy in the comic is a gigantic octopus. So, um, anyway, uh, it's just an interesting diversion. Uh, my second one here is complicated story, thinly held together. Uh, this is a f- incredibly complicated story with jumping from time frames. I agree and with locations you. and all sorts of, uh, of storylines. And I think he did fairly well there are some threads showing around the edges um it's kind of jarring to go from rorschach tales uh to manhattan tales and vice versa uh i think this movie was i i enjoy this movie i i think it's it's not one of my favorites but it's at least something i uh i'll watch if it's on and uh i think um I think it would would have been better served as they like they did the uh, the the Watchmen miniseries on HBO and brought this to the smaller screen. Um, I think it could have been much easily uh, with addition to the storytelling. I think it would have helped to add even more time um, to this to this movie. But um, I think he does well. Obviously, Snyder always does well with the visuals. It's you know. You can always enjoy it. I was taken out of this movie several times because of, um, I don't know if this was a directorial choice, but the makeup in this movie, I generally don't complain about makeup in movie, but Nixon looked horrible. Um, as well as the, the aged makeup on, um, Gerald's game girl. Um, 
I thought that kind of cheapened it a little bit. Um, but how can I complain about, you know, aged makeup when there's a blue giant man uh, flying around, um, you know, in there? When, when he's clearly I, I thought naked. it was okay. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was it was done well. It was interesting. It was something. I think it was a, a new type of story that was brought to us, and I, I appreciate that. It wasn't a recycled uh, tale as old of time, uh, as old as time. It was just it was something new and different, and, and I like that. How about you? What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Dan, if you got your five word, go for it, man. Oh yeah, I got it. Um, in one sentence, though, that's all I have. Most <laughs> underrated DC movie ever. Okay. Most underrated DC movie ever. And I loved everything about it so much, regardless to my confusion. When I was watching it and understanding it towards the end of the day. Yeah. It's a lot to take in the complex story of jumping timeline and timeline. And like I wanted to talk about, it has a little bit of expedition and timelines twice. So Zack Snyder delivered quite a quite an astonishing visual, groundbreaking from the novel to the um, the big screen. And um, we, I want to put up the touches of the cast performers too, and that, they were well done. I mean, I can name a bunch of my head, but there's one person that I love so much in the whole movie: Jackie Earl Haley. My God, he delivered the hell, the heck out of Rorschach. I loved yeah. every his tone, yeah. every mood. Man, it's like I want to be this guy so bad. If I was in the movie or having a standalone kind of film in my head, I would kill a role like this and just, you know, go with the flow. But other than that, I do happen to like um I like I have to like Night Owl. I like to happen. I I happen to like um mm, probably probably I was Actually, Night Owl and Rorschach are my favorites, but Rorschach is always going to be my all-time favorite, no doubt. Check your early played the heck out of him pretty well. It's so amazing. Um, if there's a weakness I can probably put out there, which I never even thought about this, um, the runtime, yeah, it's kind of long, but eh, it doesn't. It kind of fits well somehow, but. A lot of the expedition to this timeline, it kind of felt unnecessary to having a Watchmen movie. But uh, it, I understand the complex where's where Snyder's coming from to bringing bringing this. And uh, yeah, if you happen to read the novel, you understand. People would understand, and a lot of people won't that don't check out the novel will just probably give a mixed option. I mean, I can't blame them though. But um, definitely, one thing I would like to say, definitely. A under a a gem movie to remember. That's it. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, Sean, I do know that this this movie does either people love this movie or they hate this movie. And yeah. I'm interested to hear your end of this. What what do you think? I mean, I don't hate it. I don't. I don't love it. I barely like it. I tolerate it. Um, <laughs> I don't love it. It's, 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 wow. Okay. So you're the, you're I can't a blame you. in the middle. Yeah, I am. I mean, I don't know. It's just, uh, and I know probably people that are, that are, that love this movie are probably telling me you need to watch it, uh, you know, 14 more times before you really get it. And okay. But, um, I, yeah, I don't know. I just like, I get what the movie's trying to tell me. I, I like, I like Snyder fine. I love 300 and I actually yeah. enjoyed Sucker Punch. Um, 
I enjoyed Sucker Punch more than I did this movie, honestly. And I know that's probably <laughs> really yeah, that's oh, probably that's... Sac- well, it's because because that that movie has an aesthetic that I like. I like steampunk, so it's mm, okay. There's something about that movie that already has it's like already given. Uh, it's like already a, a notch above for that kind of thing. I don't want anyway. I don't want we we did a review on it. Go listen to that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like so okay, so so my five word review is, uh, um, it's a bad sentence because I needed you know I don't have the fifth word but or a sixth word. So psychopaths killing psychopaths, the greater good. Again, I guess there's no the but greater <laughs> good. I feel uh, like it's more than five words, but eh, I can't complain. Well, psycho. If you take out the the, then like the Watchmen, you don't have the Watchmen. He's just Watchmen. Yeah. Then just for <laughs> yes. psych- psychos killing psychos, greater good. Um, yeah. What happens to comedian is so true. Yeah. Well, no, they're can... they're all psychos. Everyone in this movie yeah, is a psychopath. Every single one. Every uh, one yeah. is a psychopath. <laughs> they're all terrible. So does Rorschach. So does Rorschach. He did what he did, but yeah, I don't well, blame him. Yeah. Again, every human in this movie is a psychopath. So yeah. Uh, I guess maybe like maybe the the dude at the the prison that's trying to help Warshak. Maybe he's like the only decent human in the world right now. I don't know. Um, but yeah, these are all <laughs> he doesn't terrible seem that people. crazy. He doesn't yeah, seem these... that crazy. But yeah. well, wasn't that the whole point of, of of the Watchmen? Right? Is you know you've got these these quote unquote superheroes and are you know it's kind of what the boys are are the show the boys is trying to tell that story of you know what happens with these people who might not be completely, you know, on our side or psychopathic um, when, when they're given the power to do so. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy that um, even, even these, okay. There was one scene where people were so psycho, like they were just, they were just like, what they're doing, they're doing a riot, riot on the streets. And then when night owl and comedians just showed up to the streets and like some spacecraft ship, um, yeah, that's when things got ugly. Comedians start beating the hell out of them, and then, yeah, he's a psycho too. I mean, people because people won't shut the heck up about it. I mean, I I don't blame comedians to like shut these people off up and just wow. But killing well, them is unnecessary. Come on, dude. Yeah, he's <laughs> American just, Dream. Please, he's just looking for an excuse to hurt some people. Okay, so this exactly is, yeah, it's this, stupid yeah. to me, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the, the you know the, the there was a riot going on. The police were on strike, and so the comedian showed up because he wanted to hurt people. There was no there's no other reason for it other than he wanted to hurt some people. Yeah. I assume that those shotgun shells that he was shooting had bean bags in them because when the sh- when the camera turned around to shoot, oh really? Well, he when it, oh. the camera turns around and we see over his shoulder he's shooting the tear gas launcher. There's no dead bodies on the ground. There would be yeah. four or five yeah, dead people on the ground. So I would just assume that kind of good. They just edit like that. That's that's fair. No, not a people noticed about that. I, I didn't even notice till now. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> again, I would I would assume that he's not going to just kill people in the street. Um, hurt the hell, or out they'd of, let you know, him but, do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Well, he was Christ. protected by Nixon at that point. He was. That's he was true. Doing shady stuff for Nixon, so he was he was protected. I mean, he. he <laughs> He could do whatever the heck he yeah. wanted to, but yeah, no, it's just, it's, I mean, I know that that's, you know, a lot of, um, Alan Moore's creations are, are dark and, and gritty and whatever. And I get that. And, but I mean, like the two, the, the two most likable people in the movie are, there's still, there's, I mean, like, like 
They, he can't get an erection until he goes and beats up a bunch of... <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. He's literally empty yeah. until oh, yeah. he puts on the suit and goes and beats up some you know drug dealers or whatever on the street. I mean, again, everyone in this movie is a psychopath. It's a psychopath. It's crazy. So, um, yeah, and Warshak is like... Um, he kind of comes across as almost like the only sane guy. He's like the voice of reason. But he's still, he, he is still, uh, he, he is so, what do you call that? All I can say is narrow, not narrow minded, but just it, he, he cannot compromise. And I, I mean, uh, yeah. ultimately to his own demise. Um, but again, it just shows a certain psychopathic tendency in that itself. Yeah, he's got great narration, like I said. So I like it. I mean, I'm not yeah, complaining it, about his it, stuff. It makes really. a good. Uh, I mean, he's a great actor, and it makes for a great noir scene and or noir yeah. film. And I like, you know, the, the journal aspect. I mean, there's a lot of the pieces of the movie that I like. Um, give me about thirty five percent less slow mo. Um, I, and again, having not also read the book, like was Ozzy Mandius like was he like legit like Superman? I mean, Ozzy Mandius, yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't touched base um, on this guy, but he he was super smart, right? So it wasn't that he was Superman, but that he just, you know, it was almost like a a, a sixth sense that he knew and could predict, and uh, you know, he knew all the fighting moves. It, he was not super strong, but he could use. Uh, levers and you know he could use leverage to get what he wanted. Yeah, but I mean throw. he kicks Warshak in the face and he goes forty eight feet in the air. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's, there's yeah. Some <laughs> unless he's there. unless somehow he's got some some sort of serum in him, I I don't recognize that as from the book. He's just a dirty man to me. Is all I gotta say. He is a psychopath too, like what Sean said. <laughs> I despise him a little pretty much but well but he's hmm. he's supposed to be that right he's supposed, he's supposed to. to he's the he's yeah, the, comic the smartest book psychopathic person in the movie and I mean, but here's what i love and one of the things i love about this story and, and, and that is the fact that the villain wins the villain okay. wins and not only does he win he actually helps humanity by winning so a few notes that I took um, uh, while we were watching it this time. First of all, I will say this. Uh, as always, I watch these movies with my wife. Um, <laughs> she basically walked out mm. during the rape scene. Uh, oh. She said, oh. yeah, she said, nope, I don't want any part of this. I forgot it was in the movie. I just forgot. I mean, again, I've only Look, seen, uh, I want to put this. I don't really care about the frontal nudity and stuff in this rape. I, look. <laughs> That's my only thing I didn't like as well. That brought him in my head tensionly right now. So, yeah, it's disgusting. Well, well, yeah, and again, it's, it's yeah. you're supposed to hate him and and whatever, but it also yeah. it lends itself to the moment later on Mars when Doctor Manhattan then realizes if if these two people in this horrible act can still create a beautiful life, then maybe life is worth saving. Right. Saving. So, so yeah. I mean, it, it, it ultimately leads to a good and the mom has that sweet kind of uh, she has that moment where she said, I didn't hate him because he gave me you. So um, there is a sweetness to that. And and so, again, it, it does. The, the movie does give you hope. And I think we were talking about 
greater good moments. I mean, this is yeah, this is like yeah. it's just Thanos, right? Thanos kills half the universe. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, in order for, for a reason that we can actually be like, okay, yeah, that's like, a good reason. You can kind of actually see where he's coming from a little bit, or it's like, well, okay, if we you know if the resources are finite, then let's you know whatever. So. So he's a he's a villain who believes in what he is doing, and believes that it's the right thing to do, which makes him all the scarier. Uh, and he has the means and the and you know to do it. I mean, I just love that when Doctor Manhattan is like, you know, you being the smartest human is like being the smartest termite or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. yeah, but I still fooled you. Like I still beat you, kind of. You know, so <laughs> there's there is something kind of fun about that. Um. Yeah. Any other little notes we want to do before we get into some of our other other segments? I think um, we're good. I think we're good. I'm good too. All right. Got nothing in my head right now. Okay. No worries. Um. All right. So a couple other things that I'll say real quick. Just looking at my notes. Uh. Of course. Uh. That opening scene. Uh. I wrote cool fight scene. Oh, the very opening scene. I thought it was a just a cool shot. Again, Zack Snyder can shoot a fight scene. He can direct the hell yeah. out of a fight scene. He can do that well, pretty well. Yeah. But a cool edit too. Um. Let's see. Yeah, I forgot what a horrible guy the comedian is. And then I wrote, uh, blue penis in an exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, I I I knew that one too. Godly. Uh, I also uh, learned that they don't have the same rules as other, you know, comic book superheroes. They will kill people. I mean, she stabs a, one of those gang gangbangers in the neck with his knife. With his knife, so that's pretty. Um, don't forget an elbow pop from freaking Night Owl. Oh yeah, that there was thing. a lot of. Oh uh, my! It, I just slowly realized, and I just I thought it was a knife. He just pushed. My, wow, how strong can he just? Whoa, that's insanely graphic. I have to admit that right now. Yeah, the graphics were, were, were the, the the fights were pretty rough. Um, I know that we have a a, a dear listener um, who I think is going to watch it. Um, Rosie asked me, "Do I do I am I going to like it?" And I told her, "I was like, my wife didn't." So take it for what it's worth. But <laughs> oh, dude, it's it's complicated like that. Oh, whatever you like, stuff like that or not, you know, just it's a movie. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm being distracted by uh, something. Um, weird noise. It sounds like someone just fired up a vacuum cleaner or something. What is, is that you? Really? Yeah. Is it my? Is it the yeah. fan on your computer? <laughs> it's the fan on my computer. Hold on, let me. Yeah, I can hear you. Move that. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> fine. It's just it fired oh, up. Oh, oh, what is that shoot. Noise? oh. Is that better? Yeah, I, I don't want to say anything, but uh, no, it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's so strange how this table. It's hard to have a peace and quiet when doing these sessions. I mean, to be honest, it's it's a rough thing. Wherever you are now, Sam, you should stay there. I like the idea that you sound like you're underwater. But am I still? Does it still stand? Sound no, like no, I can't hear the fan. No, I no, just no, I can't hear anything. Oh, okay. You, you yourself, sound like you're underwater. It's pretty great. Uh, okay, there was a scene that really grossed me out, and that was when they were um, so when Night Owl and. What's her name? Were they were naked? Silk on... Spectre. Yes. Actually, Sally Jupiter. That's her name. No, no, not Jupiter, That's... but the other. Yeah, oh, Silk wait. Spectre. Yeah. Silk Spectre. Um, yes. Yeah, Sally Jupiter. No, no, wait. Sally. Uh, no, Sally is a real name. That's Silk Spectre is like her superhero name. 
I mean, if I'm correcting right now, but no. Uh, so Sally Jupiter, her real name is Carla Guan uh, Gugino. I always say oh, that. oh, her mother, her mother. Malin Malin Ackerman, who is played, who plays Lori Jupiter. When Lori yeah, yeah. and Dan, oh Lori, God, when, oh, when they're naked on Mars, I guess they're on Mars, <laughs> and then yeah, they peel the? off their their the skin or something. Yeah, yeah. to to yeah. reveal their true selves, like the it's like the Batman thing, where it's like his real identity is the Batman, and his false identity is Bruce Wayne. Like like they show the visual, but it was really gross. I mean, it really grossed me out. Yeah, <laughs> I, the, the skin one. Oh my god, I know what you mean. I know what you mean though. And my mistake on the the Sally part, it's Lori. I'm sorry. Oh, you don't have to apologize. I forgot about the names. Uh, there's uh, of all people on this, like no one on this show has to apologize for getting names wrong. Um, yeah. No, no one ever gets names wrong on this podcast. Sam I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm the only one that did, so I... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to play a few clips now. Are you guys ready for some clips? Of course you are. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I can hear it right now, so let's see what the clips are. Um, all right. Let's get down. Is this bean juice? Human bean juice. There you go. Human bean juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where he eats the beans cold stone oh yeah yeah uh so this was a neat thing damn i love working on american soil dan ain't had this much fun since woodward and bernstein so watching it the first time i didn't get that reference now i know what that means woodward and bernstein were the two guys that uncovered watergate they were the guys that helped bring down nixon Oh, that's what it means. Yeah, the movie's telling us that he killed those two men. That's how Nixon is still in power. Oh, he did what he did to protect the president. I mean, Uh, that's what American Dream is made for. Right. So, yeah. So the and the cool thing is, is that I've met those two men. Are Um, you serious? Yeah. They really? uh, Well, no. Did you you run into them? Uh, well, they so they did a they did a speaking thing at at the college that I worked at, and I was oh the, I was the sound guy for wow. them, so I got to put the microphones on them. Uh, very cool, very nice guys, and then I handed them a sticker for my podcast. I'm just teasing; I didn't do that. But that would have been cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That been, says, it all, have... says it all in the giveaway on the tweet I saw. But yeah, mm. uh, um, I I would not have put that past you. I no way I would ever do that. No, good lord, no. All right. Um, uh, this line here makes me realize that Alan Moore hates Republicans. Assuming conservative projections of how many Soviet warheads we destroyed beforehand, we'll lose all of the East Coast. The last gasp of the Harvard establishment. Let's see them think their way out of fission. With anticipated wind patterns and fallout drift that heads south, Mexico gets worse than most of the farm belt might remain unaffected. Not so bad. All things considered. Yeah, like every part of that is just yeah. awful. It's the worst. <sighs> yeah, politics, man. It's hard to get into like that. Uh, it's, not, it's not politics. That's just people being, you know, again, they're psychos. Psychopaths. They're, they're psychos. They're, they're horrible people. Eh, yeah, I get it. What do you seem to understand? I'm not locked in here with you. <laughs> You're locked in here with me. Yeah, he taught that dude a lesson: never mess with Vorshin. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Mean, I mean, and it's I like funny that scene too. They, they they use a similar line in Batman Begins when you know 
Bruce Wayne is beating up all these guys, and then they're like, we need to isolate you for protection. He's like, I don't need protection. He's like, protection for them. You know, it's the same thing. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, what other clips do you got I can, like, listen to? I hope it's some Rorschach stuff. Uh, I think that's actually the last of of, of that one here. Um, oh, okay. That's fine. Uh, okay. This uh, this piece of music reminded me a lot of, um, well, it reminded me of The Matrix. That's all I'm going to say. Um because I'm oh. gonna, yeah, so here you go, the Matrix. Can't tell what scene is that from exactly. If you don't mind, I couldn't hear it well. I'm sure. So yeah, you get that swell the trumpets. I mean, Tyler Bates did this movie, and he's a great composer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a, he's a good composer. I like it. Uh, he's he's iconic. Not the most iconic, but uh, I can't think of this other composing mo- mo- movies he's done. But uh, I think actually, never mind. What scene was that from exactly? From that sound? That's where telling. they realize that uh, they're gonna go beat up some people in the uh, in our Archie. They're gonna go fly around and beat up some people. So it's the shot where the the Archimedes you no know, ship is flying around. Ah, um, ah, okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah, and then my last one. It's a necessary crime. You know we can't let you do that. Do that, Rorschach? I'm not a comic book villain. Do you seriously think I'd explain my masterstroke to you if there were even the slightest possibility you could affect the outcome? I triggered it 35 minutes ago. There you go. It's basically like when Syndrome said, oh, you got me monologuing. It kind of reminded me of that. That's Ozzy Medeas, that's for sure. That's just Ozzy. Psycho. No, he's great. Eh. It's good dialogue. Um, Yeah. All right, looks are good. I'll admit that. All right, time for this. And now for some more bad news. Ready? So normally we have trivia, but instead we're doing this thing where I play a game, uh, where we play a game, a trivia game. And um, I have been so distracted by every other damn thing that I <laughs> I don't have um, contestants. So let's just play the game, and then I'll just pick somebody to win. Okay. So can you hear me? Yeah, you sound fine. Yeah, we can hear. I, we can hear you. All right. Uh, I'll All try right, my best so in the trivia. So this is. Uh, I've got some questions here. We're going to start with you, uh, Danny, and then yes. um, you get a chance to answer the question. And if you get it wrong, um, or if you, for, for, first of all, if you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, then it will go to Sean, uh, who has a chance to steal. So, okay. Um, I will start with you. And my first question is. Uh, in the start of this movie, or in the beginning of this movie, we see our characters eating at a familiar diner that uh, they continue to see advertisements for throughout the movie. This diner is called the Gunga Diner. What is the Gunga Diner mascot? Mascot. Hmm. I know what you're talking about. It's probably in the opening of the movie during the flashbacks. So I see what you mean i'm gonna guess sally no no no, not sally uh silk specter that is incorrect sean for a steal 
What's the mascot <laughs> of the restaurant? Of the Gunga Diner mascot. I don't know, a dragon. <laughs> it is a purple elephant. Okay. Purple. Oh, elephant. the one in the. Oh, come on. Yeah, there, there's, to... a, there's a hot air balloon thing. Yeah, I see around. that. How the hell am then... I supposed to know it's a mascot for the restaurant? Go there on. Go. All right, so this one to you for Sean, or one for Sean. Ready? Yeah. Rorschach bites the ear off a bully, making fun of his mom. That boy is wearing a high school letter jacket. What letter is on the jacket? I thought he bit his cheek off. I think it's his cheek. Yeah, yeah. That's, go, is it yeah. his cheek? He, he didn't his, go Mike yeah, Tyson. He bit, his, he bit his cheek on the face. Yeah, he bit it off. Flesh code. Yeah. Oh, so what's, uh, what's the letter on the jacket? Is it a... Hmm. Is it a V for varsity? Just a big V? <laughs> that is incorrect. Okay. Danny, would you like to steal? I like to just throw it out. H? It's an M. It is M. an M. Yes. Oh, golly. Okay. Moving on. All right. So this one's back to you, Danny. Now let's go to prison where uh, Rorschach was being held. Yeah. You see a character named Big Figure come into the frame. Oh, yeah. I know who he is. And big figures surrounded by two strong men. Give me one of their names. Lawrence. Wow. Oh well, Sean, can you give me the other name? Uh, uh, no arms, McGee. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually Lawrence. <laughs> oh well, he's he's got a uh, new but that, name now. The answer, the answer is Lloyd and Lawrence. All right, so Danny has a point. All right. Um, Sean, yeah, there is a reference to a new state in this movie. Every and every flag you see has fifty-one stars. What is the new state? Oh my gosh, I don't. Uh, Jesse would probably yell at me because it's a piece of dialogue. I'm sure that I missed. Uh, yeah, that was just for you, Jesse. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Puerto Rico. State. No, it's got to be something ridiculous. Vietnam is now a new state. Sean is correct. Vietnam. I was gonna say. I was gonna state. guess. I was gonna guess Vietnam. <laughs> wow! Imperialism. Oh, Fifty-one stars, best. and the United States has fifty stars. Oh, okay. I love it. Yeah. It's... All right. So the the answer uh, now we're tied uh, each one to one. All right. So this one is. It, I'm back to Danny. I believe. Yep. Yes. What element does Doctor Manhattan burn into his head? Element. Element like. Burn in his head, like shoot. Mm. <laughs> go to can you go to Sean? I'll come come back with me when I have this in my head. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna guess it on my head, but uh, well, yeah, throw throw throw, throw me a guess. guess. Yeah, just yeah. Ion, like I O N. <laughs> that is Ion is is not the answer, Sean. Hmm. going back to your chemistry days yeah i don't remember them having symbols um but i mean i guess it's it's what it's uh it's a dot in the middle and then a dot at the top so that's like what two so hydrogen hydrogen is the answer okay. <laughs> what uh... the most common element in the universe oh hydrogen. the forehead God, you should have described it better oh <laughs> all right thought, so sean's thought... at two I thought Found you meant too. like I thought you meant like what element he's he actually is, not like the forehead. I, I, okay. All right. Okay. So this one, I did, this is for the win, Sean. You'll be at three points, right? Yeah. As Oz, Osmandius 
is speaking with the captains of industry and they move into a lobby area. What is playing over the speakers? Oh, <laughs> oh it's a, is it a TV show or a music? Um, uh, you're not going to tell me. It's fine. I'm not going to say. Oh, gosh. What is it? Gosh, dang it. I think I know the scene he's talking about. I know the scene. I, I just can't. That. I remember there being something in the back. I see. I watched this with closed captions on. So closed captions tells me. Like, it tells me yeah. that there's music playing in the background. Or Tyler Bates song, you know, or whatever. Uh, I don't know. They're watching The Price is Right. It's not right. I don't know what it is. That is not incorrect. Yeah. Danny for the steal. Ah, uh, wow. Got, okay. I don't know either. It's probably from Tyler Bates, but I don't know, to be honest with you. I this is nothing. a hard one. This is a hard one. I got I to gotta admit, because it is a Muzak version of Tears for Fears, Everyone Wants to Rule the World. Oh, okay. Tears for Fears. Nice. Oh, okay. By I the way, speaking of, okay. of, of Muzak's the wrong word. It's a cover, but I know what you mean. But like, yeah. Um, the cover of Hallelujah when they're having sex in the owl ship is the worst. <laughs> yeah, of I don't want to talk about I that. I totally don't agree. I don't even <laughs> totally. care. I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> All right. So whose turn is it now? It's um. Uh, it, it, it's it should to, be me. It's back to, it's back to Danny. All right, this Danny. Be the last here one. this. All right. Um, where do I have here? Uh, when Night Owl and Silk Spectre rescue people from a burning building, what does Night Owl offer them in Archie once they are safe? Archie, what do you can you explain what Archie exactly? Archie is the ship. Archie. He calls it Archie. It's short for Archimedes. It's his little owl ship. Yep. What does he offer for Archie? Like that is the question. I don't know how to answer. I don't know. Well, safety is probably the one I'm going to think of right now. Although he gives them safety, he does not offer them safety. Sean, for the win. I only remember um, when they all got off, she puts away a bunch of coffee cups. Did they, does he give them coffee? He gives them coffee. Yes. <laughs> I'm Dude. impressed. I am impressed. That one I didn't think you would get. All right, so congratulations, Sean. I think you're the. Are you the first? Well, one I'm the from our show to to actually win. Well, yeah, it's one true. of these things. It's also the yeah yeah. Is this the first time you've done a trivia like this on the show, or is it no? Just no, like, it's, it's like uh, the third or fourth time. Oh, okay, okay. I always uh, lose. I I never win. So I should probably do that in some future episode. But yeah, good idea. Good idea. Yeah, so I congratulations. Fun, that was fun. I, I Andrew makes very good questions. I will say that. Yeah, Andrew does. He makes them very good and very hard, and that's um, a thing. All right. Yeah. Time for this last part here. Excuse me while I whip this out. Not actually the last part. It's just the next part, I should say. Um, so we just decided to keep our top three tonight very simple. We're just going to say comic book adaptations. Just what are some of your favorite comic book adaptations? And uh, Sam, I'm going to start with you. Yeah, uh, I have got at my number three, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, that's a good one. Which I'm sure Corny would appreciate. Yep. Um, my number two is Snowpiercer. And my number one is 300. So you oh. had graphic novel adaptations. I did. I like oh, that. now I know what this is. Okay. Um, I should probably go next. Should I? Or... Sure. That sounds like a good idea. Sure. 
Okay, definitely. Let me do this. I got this. Um, number three, I'm going to have to do... Uh, I think there's only a couple I can do. I can probably do top two for now. I don't know. That's but fine. That'll work. I got Watchmen, but the most number one film of graphics, Frank Miller, Sin City. Okay. Okay. With Jessica Alba? Yeah. Oh, yeah. With Jessica Alba, yes. Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll admit Sin City is a great, great, great underrated film as well. Not to superhero, but a great graphic novel film. I like that. Sean, did you see that uh, Bruce Willis is um, retiring? I did see that. I'm a little... Oh, yeah. Me too. I'm a little bummed so, out, but I also... Yeah. I, I understand. You know, he's, he's had a long career, and frankly, the last... 15 or 20 films of his have been terrible. So I think yeah. it's I think it's okay to to let yeah, him call, I love, it, call it the end. Yeah. God, I like his past I love his past gem films. Like he's done Over the Hedge, Cop Out and Red. Those are like like those are like the only three I can say they're my favorite of his. But definitely Cop Out's probably the most greatest one. Okay, interesting. I don't think even Kevin I've Smith never would. heard that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think cop even out. Ke- uh, yeah, cop out is a, bu- is a cop co- buddy comedy from from 2010 with Tracy Morgan. Yeah, Kevin Smith directed that one, and didn't uh, they yeah, almost the like classic? They kill each other on yeah, they won't work they, they, with they... each other anymore because of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's sad to see him go now, but um, I hope we wish him luck for his retirement and hopefully safe and sound for his guy. He was uh, my idol, and all of a sudden it's gone. All of a sudden, it's, I just moved on. Okay. <laughs> uh, my oh. <laughs> uh, so my three, I'm I'm gonna do also Scott Pilgrim versus the World because I love that movie yeah. very much. Uh, that was gonna be number number one, but I'm gonna move it around a little bit. My number two is gonna be V for Vendetta, and my number nice. one is gonna be uh, Road to Perdition. Oh, I forgot about Road. Yeah. I Never heard that of was that. a comic. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. Really good. Yeah, Tom, good Tom Hanks and uh, Daniel Craig long before he was the Bond. Yeah. So, uh. yeah. All right. Time for this this segment here. Wait, what's supposed to happen? Well, Daniel Radcliffe, this is where I we give this movie a score from 0 to 10. And uh, 0 being the least and 10 being the best. Um, so, again, uh, Sam, I will let you go first, please. I, I've got to give this a good, uh, hmm, I'll give it a good 7.01 out of 10. Zero 7.01. One. It's decent. It's fun. It's, um, it's at least an interesting take on things. And I kind of just enjoy the, uh, the moodiness of this whole movie. I think it's good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Danny. So you said top. You said uh, ten is uh, is least best or best? That's the, I kind of heard you said the best. Yeah, mm-hmm. zero. To okay, 10. okay. I thought you made this opposite. I just want to make sure. But uh, I'm definitely gonna give this one a eight point seven. The adaptation looks very smooth, awesome, groundbreaking, strikingly good. Except the nudity, sex part. Eh, I don't really care. That took me away of that. The runtime, ugh. But everything else, the performances, the atmosphere, tone, and that kind of a genre of superhero looks so under, so so realistic. Got to be one of the most underrated superhero movies of all time. So eight point seven for me. Okay, cool. Nice. 
Uh, IMDb uh, gives this like what a seven point seven, I think. Um, and I think Rotten Tomatoes is in the sixties, if I'm not mistaken. And seventy something percent audiences love it too. So, yeah, I'm not part of that seventy. So I'm gonna <laughs> give it. I'm, gonna I'm give probably. It a, I'm. Oh, go ahead. I'm gonna give it a six. A six. Okay. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't love it. It's okay. fine. It's. It's violent and ridiculous and over the top, and I know that subjectively, it's anyone's opinion. It's yeah, so I can say that people love it and people don't like it. So it's it's mixed in that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, well that's um that's kind of the show. Um, really, uh, uh at this point, I say, uh, Danny, here's again another opportunity for people to find out where they can find your podcast. You can find my podcast. It will be in the description of uh, Sean's episode on cheap seat reviews. It's going to have my link tree where it'll give you guys plenty of full options of what platforms you have to listen on. It's my show. It's available on Spotify, Anchor, Apple, Google, Breaker, Stitcher, and Good Pods. And there's other platforms, too, on your choices as well. Um, but I would really appreciate you guys. For those who are going to be wa- checking out my show, please leave me a review and feedback on apple and spotify mostly and i would love i love to see reviews and feedbacks to what to the my liking to see what i can do to jest or do better but i really recommend you guys check out my show i do movie reviews like i said and some other topic news and whatnot recently today i've done a top gun new trailer episode i uploaded just today so you guys want to look at that my first ever trailer reaction you know where to find my uh show Again, it will be in the description of Sean's episode in this show. So, um, and my Twitter will be at i at i s u s four m. And you know, yeah, my Twitter will be on this pot show too as well in the description. So you guys will check out my social media. No, I'm let me rephrase. You guys are welcome to follow my social media if you please. It will be in the description as well. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, I'm sure all of that will happen um, at some point um, because that's what I do. All right. I'm so lost. I'm sorry, guys. I'm out of it tonight. <laughs> uh, this has been Cheap Seat Reviews. Uh, um, this is uh, the podcast that explores Hollywood film industry for the greater good. I don't know why I'm saying that again. I am so done, guys. I'm just I'm, – my brain is toast. I apologize. Facebook.com uh, no. slash Cheap Seat Reviews. Cheapseatreviews.libsyn.com is our website. Go there. Uh, our links to all of our stuff, including our merch. Go buy some stuff. Guys, we have some really exciting news for our 400th episode. I'm not going to share it now because then why would you listen next week? So um, tune in next week for a few details, but not very many, because I'm going to string this out as much as I can. Episode oh, 400. Oh, nice. Awesome. 400 is going to be some big, big stuff. I'm very excited for it. Sam and I have got some stuff uh, cooking. And, of course, Andrew. What platform are you guys streaming on, if you guys don't mind? Exactly. Since for for that episode, yeah, like live podcast, right? Is that what you guys are doing? We will. I'm not going to tell we'll, you now. We'll, I gotta, we'll announce it later. Yeah, you, <laughs> I'll wait. I'll wait till the news comes. It's fine. Try, I follow you, you guys wait. on Twitter, so it's cool. Uh, I'll wait. Well, yeah. Good luck on that, uh, well, and have fun with it too. Uh, thank you. Uh, again, follow us on Twitter at Cheap Seatcast. Leave us a review on iTunes or in, and uh, well, pretty much just iTunes. All the other places are great. I guess you can now leave uh, reviews on Spotify, I think, which is cool. Um, 
anyway, that's it. That's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, on behalf of Sam and Danny, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week for a movie that I forgot to tell you about. On the Vintage Video Podcast, we'll be reviewing every single wide release of the 1980s in chronological order. Over 250 episodes to enjoy and thousands more to come. John enters the store now to order another can of ether. I picture him outside like Homer with the gasohol. <laughs> one for you, one for me. I also like to think about that the kids renew their vow not to talk about the murder. By, by murdering someone. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking a blood oath with someone else's blood. This stuff is seven times more powerful than uranium. And yeah. they, they open up the vault that it's contained in, not wearing any kind of protective nope. gear. Yeah. And it's wooden crates. Wooden crates. It's like the guys in Chernobyl picking up the graphite rocks yeah. and going, eh, because there's rocks. Hugging the elephant foot. <laughs> just like, oh, this thing's smooth. It's so warm. He turns to dial the number from the classified ad without even thinking about the numbers. <laughs> we know this because we can hear his thoughts and he's talking about how AJ was right that ninjas are misdirecting him. They're misdirecting him. I really wish that he'd turn to the phone and be like, six, six. <laughs> no, no, that's too fast. Vintage video. We're rewatching the 80s so you don't have to.